good. We are so, I'm so blessed to be at the end of this amazing intensive. Can I let you in on a little secret? I had McDonald's on Saturday. It's a true story. I, did si- I said, Belinda, it's been six weeks. And I don't know, I even love it. But you know, have, how many people have ever been in the car and you're just like, oh. How many people have ever... The hot chips. How many people have you ever driven background because the chips weren't hot? So many times. I don't, I don't receive them. I'm like, make sure the chips are hot. And there's like a 12... Uh, not 12-year-old, but young girl. Okay. Um, okay. So... Um, how many people went well with their additions and their subtractions? One person. Okay, thank you so much for doing that. It was amazing. Now, I, this is so, so cool. And I was, I was speaking to someone about this earlier. Now, we're going to next week. It's not additions and subtractions, but we're going to next week. In terms of next week, we're going to do a panel. Now, what we'd love to do, so every speaker that's been doing the intensive is going to be on the panel, which is really good. Is everyone with me? If you say every speaker. And what we'd like to do is we'd like to offer you the opportunity to send in some questions. So what does that mean? I'm glad you asked. What it means is if you would like a question answered, I can't guarantee it's going to be answered. I'm so sorry. But if you would like a question answered, you're going to send them in to us and we are going to, I am going to (laughs) go through the questions um, this week and then we will see if our panel can answer them. Does that sound good? We won't be doing too many live questions. Because how many of you know sometimes you give someone a microphone, not anyone here, just somebody that could come next week and you give them the microphone and they say something and you're like, <gasps> cut it off. No, so, so, but anyway, so we're going to do that. So Belinda, where are they going to send the questions to? They, they're going to send them to Belinda. Excellent. So Belinda, yeah. no, that's fine. Perfectly, it's perfectly good. So send your questions through to Belinda and she will, she will send them through to us and we'll do that. Is everyone good for that? Oh, there we go. And there's her special email address. Come on. I've got one of those too. Never checked. <laughs> I don't. It goes somewhere. It goes into ether. You're like, Dara, I've been emailing you for years. So many people left. <laughs> so good. Okay. So that's so that's that part. Is everyone good? Now, should we should we just do some official stuff really quickly? Can I do the um, tithes and offerings, please? And then while we're doing that, because we've got I've got so much to get through, tithes and offerings. And can I have the um, dates for the year put up straight after? Quickly, if you're gonna, uh, you want the details for giving online, I'm sure most of you have got that. If you still need the dates, the dates. Come on, Daryl. If you still need the account details, oh, there we go, perfect. Okay, I'm going back over here for this thing here. Awesome, this is going really well. So, so, yep, and then we've got, thank you so much for giving so generously. Is everyone doing good? And then next, what have we got next? Okay, so these are the end of year dates. Now, if you haven't got those written down, just take a quick picture. We take a little bit of time off because we're worth it, because we need... No, I'm just joking. We take a bit of time off just because it's really, really good to get a, get a bit of space, and so that's it. So, and the family picnic, please do come along to that. It is at Henley Beach. Every, how many people have been to the family picnic before? Come on. It was really, really good. It's really good every year, apart from the year, not the last one, but the year before, where Asher went to the, went to the toilet. That was a scary year. Okay. We lost him. Okay, now, if I need, I only lost one child, and it was only for about 20 minutes. All good. So please do bring your children. They'll, they'll probably be really safe. I've lost, 
gone into delirium. Okay, no, okay, great. So, okay, so is that everything? That's all the official? Okay, great. Now, how many people have been tracking this prophetic intensive every week? Wave your hand. Wow, so many of you guys. Great. Now, how many of you done all your homework? Oh, my goodness. That is really... How many people, truthfully, did all of Rachel's homework? No one put their hand up. Okay, good. Okay, good. So someone's not telling the truthies. <laughs> Very cool. Okay, so what I'd like to do now... Is everyone okay? We move straight into logistics now or, or some, some, some important parts of the prophetic intensive. What I have done tirelessly with Emily is I've, <laughs> we've printed out all of the homework for you guys. We've printed out. We've, we've got it all for you, all of the homework. It's not printed out. Sorry, it's on a slide. Now, who's ready for a slide? So every week there was homework set and you can take a picture if you have a... a and... and <laughs> This is Christina's. Now we're going to make, I, I, I thought to make a big joke out of this. Now, Christina's, I'm just going to read that. Are you guys happy for me to read yours through? Yep. Unless you want to get up. So Christina's session was on, um, this is out of order, by the way, but Christina's session was on following the cloud. And Christina's homework is, can we just read it together? I want us to catch this together. It's identify where the cloud is in your world, lean in, and then identify where it isn't. I love that. So clean, so easy. Is the cloud, is the cloud there? No, it's not. Okay, good. Check. Uh, now, Rachel. <laughs> Let's go through Rachel's homework. Now, who's the teacher here? How many, how many guess who the teacher is? Okay, who's the principal of the, of, the, of the Bible college or Illuminate? Okay, Rachel. Now, I'll catch my breath first. Okay, what is the condition of your heart in giving and receiving words? Really important, okay. Are you okay for me to go through these? This is part of the equipping and training Ephesians 4.11 reality that we are doing as part of Illuminate. Uh, Illuminate. The prophetic intensive. Okay, I've got it in the end. Okay, now. What idols skew or obscure the word of the Lord? Okay. What, what, everyone stopped. No one's reading with me now. They're like, no, I'm done. Okay. You're not tested on this, by the way. Okay. What, apart from with the Lord, what don't you know of, what, what don't you know of the Lord that you need to know about of your identity? That's a very, very important one. Does everyone understand that? Do you want... Do you want to fix it? Do you want to say, do you want to re-read re -read it? No, nah. all right, fine. Okay, now, what wounds prevent you from believing? I really wanted to catch, the reason I'm reading these out today, just want to, you might go, well, why are you reading them? I can read them myself. Is because it actually puts emphasis on weight, on what you got to receive, what, what people received. Does that make sense? This isn't just a message that was, yeah, here's a great message. It's not about that. It's actually about lifestyle shift. It's actually about eternal shift, which is why I'm putting emphasis on the homework. Um, um, okay, what wounds prevent you, uh, sorry, what wounds prevent you from believing? What cares distract you from laying hold of the things of God? Or, and what is the condition of your heart that needs to change? Now, we could, just, we could just stop right there and everyone could start crying because that's, a very, that's very deep. But how many people enjoyed Rachel's message? Now, I would implore you or it would behoove you to go through these, really, and really, please do that. If you've got a spare, 
bit of time, spare hour for Christina, spare three weeks for Rachel's, you can, you, can, you can go through, you'll be able to go through those. But it's really, really important. I want you to catch an emphasis in my voice today that this is really important. This is the prophetic intensive. Yeah, we're doing a prophetic intensive. I want to be activated. This is all part of it. This is all part of being, I just want to see an angel. This is all part of it. Awesome. Okay, so who else we got? Belinda. Okay. Belinda's not, not as... Okay. Reading the Times. What are some of the cycles God is highlighting in you, in your personal world, and in the world around you? Isn't that a great one? Very good. Awesome. Responsibility. What areas is God asking you to step up in or yet yeah, to step in and take responsibility for? Very good. Maddie. Nice and simple, like mine. <laughs> Ask the Lord which new pathways he is establishing for you in this season and journal them. This is really good. Can everyone do that one? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. And lastly, Daryl, try to get a prophetic word and, uh, and or word of encouragement for one person a day for seven days. That's today's homework. Who can do that one? On the prophetic intensives that I have run for years and years and years, this is part of the homework. This is part of our online homework. We come up with a word, a short word or a word of encouragement, prophetic word for someone, one person a day. What does it do? It locks you into a prophetic lifestyle. It locks you into something. We're like, oh my goodness, I've got to prophesy again today. I've got to get another word of encouragement. And it's really, really important to try to do that. Who would dare to try to do that this week? Word of encouragement. It could be anything. Just send someone a text. Hey, I just felt to encourage you today. You look great on Sunday. That is actually a word of encouragement. Unless you are single and there's issues and you want to send it to a girl, come and talk to one of us first. And so, okay. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? This is really important. Word of encouragement or a prophetic word. Something prophetic. It might be, wow, I just, I prayed for you for a couple of minutes this morning. I just had a vision of. Someone gave me a word earlier. I just had a vision of. And so maybe just sending them a vision. One person a day for seven days. That will get you really, really activated into the things of the prophetic and to the things of the supernatural. Is that good? Awesome. Great. So that's all of those. Now, again, as part of the intensive, I am so excited. This is my favorite part. Is we love to hear testimonies of how the in intensive has affected people. What's happened? Give us a testimony. What did God do? And so what I've done is I've, I've pre-selected a few people to come and give us a few testimonies of what God has done in them and with them over the last 43 days. Is that good? Okay, cool. So we're going to start with Joseph. So Joseph, why don't you come and share what God's been doing? Come on. Awesome, 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 awesome. I am so, so excited to share what's been happening in the past few weeks specifically on shaking. So who experienced some form of shaking in the past few weeks in their world? Like, yeah, yeah, great. Not just preaching to myself. Um, yeah, so specifically the last a week and a half, there was a lot of shaking in my world. So it all got shook around, but that excites me so much because God is in the shaking. This is so, so, so good. There's a really, really good verse which God gave me from King James Version, Psalm 46. King James, Daryl likes that. Psalm uh, 46, verse 3. Though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, 
There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. And right early on as well. And that just spoke to me so much that God is in the middle of your shaking. This is so good. This is so profound because it's like, remember when the iPhones came out in the early days and uh, specifically my, my parents, they like take videos of you when you were a kid and all the videos would be like shaky. They would, like, they would all be all over the place um, compared to some of the technology now where you have like gimbals or like stabilizers in the cameras, which no matter what you do with the camera, it stays focused on what you're looking at, on what is in focus for the camera. And that is exactly how the Lord wants us to be, no matter what's going around in the shaking, just to be focused in on Him. And that's, that's so, so, so exciting. As well as another verse which I got was really, really good, which was in Haggai. 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 <laughs> Haggai second. Haggai number two. In, it says, Haggai number two, verse six, For thus says the Lord of hosts, Once more in a little while I am going to shake the heavens and the earth, the sea also and the dry land. I will shake the nations, and they will come with the wealth of all the nations. I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord of hosts. And that is so cool, because with the shaking comes provision. So the Lord not only is with you in the shaking, he provides what you need in the shaking, which is so, so, so cool. Super, super encouraging and exciting. And that's just what I wanted to share with you to encourage you guys with that, that in the trembling, in the shaking, the Lord is on the move. So good. How many people have felt shook up? This is really good, and it's really real. You know why? Because like I said in week one, when we unpeg to enlarge, the unpegging can be uncomfortable, can't it? Sure, or maybe, I think it, it can be really, really uncomfortable, and I love the fact that you were able to. You know, it says Oswald Chambers, it, it doesn't say, but Oswald Chambers says, we look to God when our foundations are shaking, only to find it's God who's shaking them. Don't you think that's amazing? And that is, how many people want their foundation shook? Wow, good for you. Okay. Not, not this week, Lord. We can start that in February 2024. <laughs> Very cool. Awesome. Thank you so much, Joseph. Wonderful. We love to just hear from people as to what God has been doing in them. It's so cool. Mandy, do you want to come and share? Cool. Let's welcome Mandy as she comes. <laughs> Woo! So I had um, my additions and subtractions were absolutely life-changing for me. Um, one of the subtractions was social media, like completely, I have a business page, that's it. But my addition was to sit outside every day for 15 minutes every day and not have my Bible, not have worship music, not pray in tongues, not have my journal, not sing, sit and listen. And that was so difficult <laughs> the first two weeks. It was so hard. I even, Cast and I went and we set up a little little area in the back garden and he put little pavers down and plants around it to make it nice for me. But over, over the time, what it did for me was there was a, um, and I'm, I'm a student, I'm, a, I'm doing Luminate, so Luminate 
you will understand the swirling and the stuff on the inside that's going around constantly. But what this did, the combination of the two, and just continuing to, to just go after it, as Daryl and the Bible would say, with hostile intent, it just caused this peace and this calm and the swirling stopped and it actually opened me up for just some breakthrough. I've had some massive breakthrough just in, in just some areas of healing and um, I had uh, you know a session, a, a court session that actually I think that this set me up to be able to receive and to be able to see the breakthrough that I was after. So I loved it. Awesome. Thank you so much. Love the way that you said it set you up. You know, part of what, uh, when we were speaking as a team, um, one of the things that we really wanted to do was we really wanted people to be able to carve out this time to set them up for 2024, to set them up for the year ahead. Because how many of you know 2024 is going to be an amazing year? An exciting year might be a tiny bit challenging, but it's going to be an awesome year. We're really, we really believe that what God did or has been doing and continues to do through this time here at Field of Dreams is really get people ready, get people prepared, get people adjusted and enlarged and really ready to be able to carry and take hold of the things that he has for them in 2024 and beyond. And we're really excited about that. Very, very cool. Awesome. Thank you, Mandy. It was awesome. So good. Caitlin, why don't you come and share? Come on. Let's welcome Caitlin. Hello. <laughs> um, so for me, this intensive has been ultimate heart journey on turbo, strapped to the black of a blue whale, as Todd would say. Um, there has been massive breakthrough for me and I'll be vulnerable within bounds. <laughs> um, so two of my subtractions, the first one was I wasn't able to buy any material possessions for the entirety of the prophetic intensive. Um, and I also had to pre-plan all of my meals and I wasn't able to buy any takeaway and anything like that. So it was a lot. Um, but for me, what that did was it almost was as if the Lord had to put me in a state of lack to be able to realize that my um, subconscious was in a state of lack. So it was always looking at what I didn't have um, and really focusing on that. And so going through that heart journey with the Lord was massive for me. And I had a huge breakthrough at the end, a great heart session. Um, and after that, the fruit was immediate. So I had someone come to me the next day and prophesy a bag over me and the foot, like literally a handbag. And the first thing I said to the Lord was, I actually don't need it. And I don't think I've ever said that in my life. <laughs> um, and then things started happening. Uh, people started buying things for me that I knew that I wanted, but I didn't actually go and purchase them myself. And it was the Lord really showing himself as someone who cares about my needs and my desires. And that was huge for me. And it's been able to really propel me um, into a deeper relationship with him, which is really what I wanted through this is knowing him and his character and nature. That's it. <laughs> Wonderful. Woo! Don't worry, I'm not going to ask anyone to... Everyone's nervous. I have a reputation of getting people up on the spot. How many of you ever heard that before? How many people would really not like to get up and speak? Well, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, I will. Oh, good. All right. Let's, let's do, let's do a, a, couple, a couple of things. Um, can we put up... Let's put up 1 Corinthians chapter 12... 
You guys can, can follow along on your, in your Bible or on your phone. I really encourage you to, even if you've got a phone app, you will get memory just by reading through it on the phone app. Just remember that during the week you're not in this room looking at it in that. And you actually became, it creates like photographic memory even when you read it where you would normally read it. So please be, feel free to do that. Is that cool? Okay. So it says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Now we know that in the original Greek, I've spoken about this before, but in the original Greek, the word gifts isn't there. Say, isn't there. So what does it say if the word gifts isn't there? Verse one, thanks Marissa, one more time. It says, now concerning the spiritual or the things of the spirit, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Don't you think that's really interesting? So what it means is that Paul is saying, I don't want you to be ignorant or unaware of the things that are happening in the spirit world. Okay, and why is he saying that? Because things are going off in the church in Corinth. There is revival. There is, bam, shika, all of these miracles, all this prophecy. Everything is happening, and because they are from a polytheistic culture, what does that mean? What does polytheistic mean? It means many gods, and so they're from a polytheistic culture and therefore let's read we'll read this first now I'll go into that it says you know that you were you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols however you were led so he's actually saying that they're reading into what's happening by the way they're being led keep going please Carson thank you okay therefore I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works in all. You see, there's stuff breaking out in the spirit world, and he is at the very beginning of this chapter saying, all of the stuff that you are seeing, all of the different gifts, the diversities, the ministries, the activities, they all look different, but they are all the same God. They're all from one God. Okay, okay. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the, the, you can actually read it with me. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. Keep going. But one and the same Spirit works in all these things, to, distributing, sorry, to each one individually as he wills. So polytheistic means many gods, but God, Christianity is a monotheistic religion. It's a trinity, three in one. It's one God. And so what Paul was saying is all this stuff's happening, but you need to understand that when a miracle happens, it's not the God of miracles, the Spirit of miracles that's doing that. And I work in the spirit of miracles. Pierre is now operating in the spirit of miracles. So therefore, let's worship the God of miracles, even though we do worship the God of miracles, if you know what I'm saying. And, so, and, then, there are, and then there are others. There are other parts. So then you've got maybe a gift of prophecy. And then they go, oh my goodness, it's a spirit of prophecy. It's the God of prophecy that's come upon you. They go, oh, quickly, everyone, let's go and worship 
the God of prophecy. But, but Paul's saying, no, 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 no. Stop differentiating between them thinking that they're the same, sorry, thinking that they are different gods because they're actually the same God, one God. And that spirit, the one spirit, is distributing just as he wills to each individual for the common good. Basically, to bless and bring people up into what they need to. How many people are excited about that? Why are we excited about that? Because how many of you know that we are all called to be able to administrate at a particular, in those things at a particular level? It didn't say in any place the fivefold ministry is a ministry, is the only ministry that can operate in the gifts of the Spirit. Any person who is a believer can operate in the gifts of the Spirit. Any believer. Say any believer. It says actually eagerly desire spiritual gifts but especially that you may prophesy eagerly desire spiritual gifts but especially that you may prophesy why because prophecy edifies the people of God how many people have ever been given a prophetic word and was it just a mate well actually don't answer that just yet how many people have ever been good a given a good prophetic word I've been given some very interesting prophetic words before, and I've walked away and gone, eh, eh, this is not a good one. How many people have ever walked away and gone, oh dear, like, hello, I've arrived, I am your husband. And you're like, wow, God told me, okay. I'm not taking that as a prophetic word. I'm, I'm, giving, I'm being funny. But how many people have ever received something and you were like, I just didn't receive it? Do you know why? Because what you're actually doing is you're doing something, I believe, there is something called, we weigh and test, but there is something called the distinguishing between spirits. There is something in weighing and testing the prophetic word where you actually either, I'm not saying that all words need to resonate. I remember years ago, there was, uh, I was in Peru. Sounds more glamorous. And, and I was given, the, I was given uh, we were in Lima, and I was given the night, and they said, you're going to preach at this church? And I said, yeah, I'm ready. I'm going to preach. And I was the man of hour, man of power for the hour. And I went up, and I said, yeah, we're here. I'm going to prophesy. We're going to be amazing. And I got onto the stage. Who was at this meeting? And I fell on my face. And that was it. The presence of God was so strong, the fear of the Lord, and the fear of let's, let's dismantle Daryl entirely. Basically, I thought if I stood up, I was going to die. So, so I was on my face. In fact, the whole team was there, and the whole team, do you remember, we're in Lima, were you there in Lima, and we all lined up on the stage, we're all face down, and then their team prophesied over us. Who was there? Anyone? Any takers? Okay, well, I was there. Um, okay, all right, anyway. <laughs> so I thought, okay, anyway, so I'm there ready to prophesy. And this, this, this prophet comes over, or the person that ran the church, I'm like, what? who is this? Like, it's like waves of glory, waves of presence, waves of power. And I'm on my face, and he says, you will go to Japan, and you will touch the young people, and you will prophesy in Japan. And I'm like, so I get up. Now, I'm in South America. I feel strongly called to South America. I've just finished my Spanish class. I've been learning Spanish, and I get to South America, and he goes, you need to go to Japan. You're gonna... And I got up, and I was like, wow, the presence of God. And I said to Todd, the presence of God was so strong. The presence of God was so strong. But the word didn't resonate. Well, let me tell you this. He said, in five years, you'll be in Japan. Five years later, I'm in Japan. And I'm ministering in Japan. And I'm ministering, and it's power, glory, young people. I'm like, wow, this is amazing with Todd. They're not huge church, but very, very powerful ministry. And I just remember going to walk out, and the Lord saying, do you remember that prophecy? And I was like, oh, my goodness. Just because something doesn't resonate doesn't mean that it's not God. Okay, but in saying that, we do have a weighing and testing reality. So can you put up 1 Corinthians chapter 12? 
Verse, I know you just did that, but can you go verse 4 and go distinguishing between spirits? Okay, diversity of the spirits, but the same spirit. Diversity of gifts, sorry, but the same spirit. Oh no, sorry, verse 6. No, it's not. It's verse 3. I just don't have it on my thing. I know, verse, okay, well, anyway, let's just forget it. Okay, what it is, is it says, to some is given the distinguishing between spirits. And the word distinguishing is the word discerning, and it's actually one of the gifts of the Spirit. Perfect, thank you so much. Verse 10, that's what I thought. Okay, to another, the working of miracles. Everyone say working of miracles. To another, prophecy. Everyone say prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. Everyone say discerning. Okay, and to another, different kinds of tongues, and to others, the, the interpretation of tongues. So that where it says discern, discerning of spirits there, what it means specifically is being able to distinguish between different spirits. Now... In the book of Hebrews, chapter 1, what does it say of the angels? It says, aren't the angels all ministering spirits? Let's have a look at it. Okay, great. Hebrews 1.14, aren't they all, talking about the angels, ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those who will inherit salvation? So good. Can you put the pads on, please? And can everyone close their eyes? Jesus, thank you that this will work. <laughs> I'm joking. You see, we've got, I want to go through things, but I want to activate you guys on the way, and I don't want to finish super late, so I want to try to do everything all at once. You see, there is something about the distinguishing between spirits where we understand, oh, you can keep your eyes open for a minute if you want to, but we understand that when we discern, we either discern something of the spirit, so it could be a human spirit, it could be the Holy Spirit, or it could be an angelic spirit, or a demonic spirit. How many people understand what that... Okay, so that's called the gift of distinguishing between spirits. There is something of awakening in here, and I've, my shoes, let me just show you my shoe. I've got Rubik's Cube socks on, just so you know, because I'm here to solve some puzzles. And <laughs> my shoes say awake. Now, what's really interesting, can I be completely real with you guys? This is no one... <laughs> I'm not thinking of anyone, but let me tell you this. Since I've started speaking, at least four of you have fallen asleep. And I'm talking about in the natural. Because there is a spirit of slumber in here trying to overtake people to engage with the thing that I want to do. Does that make sense? How many people have fallen asleep? About four, because I've been watching. Okay, awesome. Now, everyone put your hands in the air. Father, in the name of Jesus... Right now, I break a spirit of slumber of every person in here. I'm not talking about legitimate tiredness. I'm talking about a spirit force of slumber that does not allow the people of God to be fully alive, fully awake, fully up in the realm of the spirit to be able to receive what you want to release in and through this atmosphere. Father, I thank you that you want to activate people in the distinguishing between spirits, the gift of being able to discern of what spiritual origin something is coming from. And I thank you, God, that in conjunction with that, when people are activated in and through that, that they will be able to discern and pick up where the angels are and how the angels are moving. I'm going to talk more extensively on the angels next week. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I speak an awakening over every person here under my voice or listening to this on podcast. And I thank you, God, that there would be an activation, 
as part of this prophetic intensive on this last session, there would be an activation where people will be able to see, hear, feel, and know of what spiritual origin they are picking up. Father, I thank you for (laughs) a level of engaging to be able to read atmospheres. But I know that as a result, slumber has to go. Apathy has to go. A deaf and dumb spirit has to go. And so if you're feeling God on you, you can just stand to your feet right now. If you're actually feeling him on you strongly, and you can just put your hands out if you're feeling him strongly. And so, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I just thank you that let there be a breaking off right now of anything that's hindering people from being able to see, hear, and engage with the things of the Spirit and the things of heaven. Father, I thank you that you are speaking often, but we many times don't have an ability to discern the way that you are speaking. So, Father, I thank you for an awakening to be able to hear your voice, but an awakening to be able to discern what's really going on in the invisible world. In Jesus' name. You see, part of us moving into the things of the Spirit, or us starting to engage in the Spirit world, is understanding who we are and where we're from. And we've been talking about this a lot, about being born of Spirit, of being a supernatural people who carry supernatural DNA. And without that revelation, we don't understand that we are called to straddle both a realm on earth and a realm in heaven. How many people want to be activated into a greater level of revelation into where you are? If, you, if that's you, you can stand to your feet too. It's really strong in here. Okay. So it's coming strong now, Okay. Because there are angels that are assigned to this intensive that are moving, going to move right now. And so right now, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for a level of activation, awakening, and tearing off of the old ways of thinking in place for new revelatory understanding of us, of who we are as spirit beings, and who we're called to be straddling both realms in the name of Jesus. Just say this, say, I'm designed as a bilocated being designed to straddle the realms of heaven and the realms of on earth there is no creature like me on the whole earth i'm unique there you go just feel it just receive it as it comes You just feel it comes gently. It comes like a gentle wave. I thought it might be a bit more. It's good. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says that we have been given, it says that we are brand new kainos, new creations in Christ Jesus. The old has gone and the new has come. Therefore, who we have been called to be is much bigger than a natural, normal person. In fact, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, it says that we are superhumans, 
said that we're not mere men, we're not mere anthropos. We are actually designed as superhuman beings. Everyone say, I'm Superman. Say, I'm Superwoman. <laughs> if you're a man, not, don't say that. Because <laughs> we are called to operate in power and in the gifts of the Spirit. And if we are not engaging in those things, there is a blockage and there is something that hasn't allowed us to engage in those spaces and places. How many of you know that it's a good thing to work the way that Jesus worked? Very cool. If you're still feeling God, you can stay, stay standing. If you're not, you can sit, to your, you can sit down. Can we put up um, uh, John chapter 14, please? And it says this. Let's read this together if you're not engaging God. It says, Most in- assuredly I say to you, he who the- believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these will he do because I go to the Father. And I told a funny story to the interns recently, but I, had, I used to run a youth group, and in the youth group we went away to somebody called Foster in New South Wales, and I was running this youth group, and in Foster they had a swimming pool, and they had all these different youth groups in this place. It was like a youth camp. Does anyone, anyone go to a youth camp? There was loads of different churches went to it, and my youth group was a youth group of a church that I was the youth pastor, and I remember taking a youth group, and they were going, what are we going to do? And I said, we're going to try to walk on water. Now, everyone else, they were all gathering around with their youth, their young people, and they were just talking to them about the Bible and getting out the Bible, and I'm sure it was really, really exciting. But everyone wanted to be in Daryl's youth, youth group because I got them all, and I said, we need to now try to walk on the water. Now, how do you think we had to do that in faith? Fully clothed. So I had literally all of these kids jumping into the water or stepping onto the water in faith and saying, I got one step, I got two steps, I got three steps. Now, none of them really walked for a considerable amount of time and they were all absolutely drenched. And I actually think, do you remember that? And I actually think I got some emails from parents afterwards. Why did you do that to my children? Do you remember that? Just before you. Okay. B, 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 before Belinda. And so... um, but what was interesting is that it actually looked, it actually carried a substance of faith. Then I had an intern called Julian, an intern, he came into youth one day, and he said, I'm going to try to walk through the wall, do you remember that? And then he smashed his nose really badly, and then I had to, <laughs> anyway. Who wants to try walking through walls tonight? One person, okay. <laughs> Rachel's like, this is, this is not a good idea. No, I'm joking. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. But what we are going to do is we're just going to make a commitment to start to believe what God really says about us. On the basis of the additions and subtractions and the amazing teaching that we've had for the last six weeks, imagine if we walked out with faith as small as a mustard seed. If we actually believed for one minute, (laughs) dangerous, uh, we actually believed for one minute what God says about us and what he says that we can do. How many people, would would that just be amazing? You see, sometimes we feel the presence of God and we go, yes, God's here. Sometimes we see something pretty cool and we go, wow, that's amazing. We give God all the glory. But how much more did Jesus do? You look at the works of Jesus and you're like, Jesus, but you laid hands on every, it says that everybody who came to Jesus was healed. And Jesus just said, the works that I have done those who believe in me, they will do, look, my story, the works that I do, he will do also. 
and greater works. Going into regions, seeing the crippled walk, cripples walk, the blind see, the deaf hear, all of those amazing things, walking, all of these supernatural phenomena that Jesus did because Jesus was our prototype. He was a firstborn among many brethren, which is us, who was straddling heaven and earth at the same time and able to access the Holy Spirit in power in order to be able to do the things that he was being called to do. You see, in the book of Corinthians, it says, I like talking. If you know me, you, I know that we've got some friends here. I like talking. But it says the kingdom of God. It says the kingdom of God is not a matter of talking. Not a matter of yap, yap, yap. But a matter of power. It says that the kingdom of God isn't about talking. Paul says, I didn't even come to you with wise, persuasive words. I came to you with a demonstration of the Spirit and of power. Which one is it? Is it talking? Or is it wise, persuasive words? Or is it a demonstration of the Spirit and of power? And I'm telling you right now that there, is a, there are angels that want to partner with you into your future into a new level of administration of your ministry because you have, we have, all have a ministry. There are angels. Well, I just want to work with the angels. Well, they're looking for you to believe in who you really are and to start to step out fully clothed into a swimming pool. Don't do that. They're looking for a realm of faith because faith without works is, they're looking for a level of activity. Todd's been talking about this amazingly on Sunday mornings. They're looking for a realm of activity in, of faith in us so that when we step out, the angel goes, oh, there we go. I can partner with that one. But do you think, no disrespect, and I'm not being too strong, but do you think that the angels are suddenly going to partner with you? If you go, There are loads of sick people walking around. You're just like this. Angels are going to encounter me. And then you've got all these sick people walking past you. Angels are going to be, you're in your bedroom. God, give me, the, give, me, give me an evangelism ministry. And he goes, would you just leave the house for goodness sake? There's many people. I'm not saying you can't reach people on Facebook before you say that. But if you believe that you are being called into something or stretched out into a new shape, which is more in line with the destiny that God has given you, the, gift, the gifts and call of God are irrevocable. But this intensive has always been about eradicating those things that do not allow you, eradicating those things that are not conducive to you stepping into more of the fullness of your destiny, which is exactly what Luminate does. So if you haven't done that, you've got to do it next year after the strong application process. Um, but, but, but this is really important. Do we understand? You see, we have to start believing. How many people believe that God is about to activate you to another level? What does that, what is that going to look like? So if you believe that and you go, God, I, I want to work with the angel. I want to get a dose of the Spirit of God that lets me see miracles. I want to see a dose. You don't need to be released into ministry. My goodness, you are released into ministry. I saw miracles before I worked at a church, and I'm sure most, most other people did as well. Why? Because the Spirit of God isn't waiting for you to get it right in a church building. The Spirit of God is waiting for you to get it right in your heart so that the partnership can happen. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So, how many people are ready for the next stage? As the last step for this prophetic intensive, how many people are ready to take the plunge? But it's going to cost us something. 
It's an easy cost, but it's not, but it is. Easy to make the decision? <laughs> Interesting to see it through. Bit of shaking could happen. But what, but what I will say is this. How many people feel like you are called? I, I, I've been speaking about this a fair bit. A fair bit. How many people... I, I wanted to see more things manifest in my world. And God didn't say to me, you're not ready. He didn't say, you're not ready to do that. He said to me, will you pay the price? And I think he's saying that for all of us. We're about to step into 2024. And I believe that what we decide to do now, in December, on December the 3rd, 3rd, December the 3rd, tonight, here, could determine how we launch into 2024. At the end of this prophetic intensive, we could actually say, God, whatever it looks like, I'm making a choice for 2024 to take hold of, with hostile intent, everything that pertains to me and I want a new level of acceleration. How many people are ready to do that? Well, your world might turn upside down, but let me tell you this, it is 100% worth it. Everyone say it's worth it. It's completely worth it. I don't care how much it costs next year. This has already cost our life, and I know Todd and Rachel's, and I know Nick and Christina, and I know Pierre, I know everyone that's connected to us that we know well, it's cost us all something. This isn't like, wow, it's cost me so much. It costs us all something. And I know that it's going to cost even more next year. But it's worth it. How many people want to change the world? Amen. Well, let me tell you this. This, <laughs> thanks, Jared. The, this is, no, I'm saying thank you. This is the start. Can you feel it in the atmosphere? You know what you can feel? Do you know what it is? It's called an invitation. And it's a realm of the spirit. It's not me. I'm not that good. I'm not. It's actually a realm of the spirit. It's a mantle associated with a journey that you've just undertook that will activate you into a new level if you choose to say yes. How many people want 2024 to be amazing? Well, Christmas might look a little bit different, but it will be worth it. God spoke to me and he said, do you see your prophetic intensive? I said, yeah. And he said, I'm giving you an intensive. I haven't even told Belinda this yet. I'm giving you an intensive for 2024. I said, oh, great. And he said, yeah, the whole year. I said, the whole year? And he said, I'm giving you an intensive for the whole year. And I, I will say, whatever. And he kept on saying to me, it's a good year. It's a good year. It's a good year. It's a good year. With little flying shoes. It's a good year. It's a good year. And I saw, I kept on driving past this good year. Do you remember I talked to you about this? I kept on driving past this good year sign in an antique shop. And I went, oh, it's a good year. I'm going to buy that sign. And I went in and I said, oh, it's a good year sign with the flying wings. Can you find a picture of that quickly? Is this what God spoke to me? He said, it's a good year. It's a good year. It's a good year. And I was like, yeah, it's a good year. It's going to be great. Yeah. You know, and thinking it was about a month and a half, two months ago. And I said, it's a good year. And he kept on saying, I'm going to give you shoes with wings in this next season because it's going to be a great year. Now, what did you say to me today, Caitlin? What, literally, what did you say to me? So she came up to me. She goes, God gave me a word for you. And what was the word? Um, it was a pair of white sneakers with wings on them. Yeah. And she goes, God needs you to hear that. So God spoke to me about this prophetic intensive. And he kept on saying, good year. So I go into this antique shop. I'm like, I'm going to buy this. Belinda's not home. So I'll buy it and I'll sneak it in the house. I'm just... <laughs> joking sort of and then no I'm joking but I went in there and I said how much is it and they said it's this much and I went what for a sign and they said it's like an antique sign like this is like how many of you know that antique signs are really expensive 
oh my goodness. I was like criminals. I was like, <laughs> I was terrible. So I was like, okay, I see ya. So I didn't buy it. But what was interesting, it was so expensive. Anyway, so I thought nothing of it. And yesterday, I make a decision to go for a drive with the kids. And I go into a second-hand bookshop on Goodwood Road. And I'm like, oh, I'm in a second-hand bookshop, great. And next door, there is a hobby shop. And I really felt the Holy Spirit say, go into the hobby shop. So I go into the hobby shop with loads of Lego. Do you know what they have? One of those signs. Small. But what do you call it when it's old? Antique. How much it was? $39. I was like, what the heck? I'm buying that right now. And then I come in this morning and the Lord's, and she says, and I said, what is it about 2024? I know, we'll go back one. But that's good. I like that one too. And I said, what is it about 2024? And he said, the prophetic intensive or the intensive for you for 2024 means that it will be a good year and you will soar to new heights. You see, for some of us here, God is giving you an invitation to put on the shoes with wings for 2024. Now, I'm not saying you all need to do an intensive for the year, even though I do believe he's talking to some people about it. I was speaking to someone earlier. They say if you invest a year into your body, it will give you 10 years back on the other side. Flip, who doesn't want to do that? I'm talking about, you know, mate, whatever. But what's so interesting is this is, I believe that it's not just going to be a one-off thing that this has been a few weeks, but I believe it's a new season, a lifestyle shift for many, many people. I know people that did this intensive, did subtractions, and those subtractions were, became a lifestyle. I believe that God has spoken to some of us in here or watching on, uh, listening on podcast. He has spoken to some of us of the additions and subtractions that you did for this time weren't just for this time. They were actually an invitation to shift lifestyle, to fine-tune you, to actually operate at a whole nother level for the rest of your life. How many people would accept an invitation like that? Good. Okay, awesome. Stand to your feet. It's going to be a good year, 2024. Just pray this after me. It's a real prayer, though, so don't pray if, if you... Well, I'm not even going to tell you what it is. Just pray it. Okay. Just say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I choose to have my feet fitted with the shoes with wings. Whatever it looks like, I want to launch into 2024 Thank you for the opportunity to partner with you through this intensive. If there's anything still left to be adjusted, Holy Spirit, I give you complete permission to do whatever it is that you need to, to bring adjustment, to bring alignment, and to bring acceleration into my world in order that I can take hold of everything for the reason you took hold of me. In the name of Jesus, we give you glory. And everybody said, Amen, 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 Amen. We have one more week left, as in a week and then there'll be a panel. So please do bring in your questions and answers. But I really believe that God is going to speak to people tonight about the year ahead. 
And so I would implore you more than anything to incline your heart and your ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you as you launch into the next part of what he wants to speak to you about. This has been an amazing intensive. And if you missed any week, I would encourage you, even at the beginning of the year, we're going to be doing different, um, what are they called? Series throughout the year. So you won't want to miss any of those series in the afternoon. They're going to be amazing. We've been talking through some of those. But I want to encourage you, even if you want to go back and do this intensive again, just do it. It's all on podcast and you have all of those special questions, especially the ones from Rachel, you'll be able to drill down on. It's going to be amazing. It really, really is. So good. So good. Let me just pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for every person here. And I thank you, God, that as well as things being eradicated that weren't conducive to people running, I thank you, God, that there would be an incredible level of prophetic activation for every person that's done this intensive. Father, I thank you that we will be activated in the realm of the Spirit to be able to see and hear clearly what you are speaking and what the spirit world is doing around us. We welcome the angels that are assigned to ourselves and to our scroll to minister to us permanently or as you see fit as we move into the next season. In Jesus' name, and everybody said one last time, amen. Let's give the Lord a shout. Come on. Woo! Yep. So good. So, so good. So don't forget to email Belinda those questions uh, for the panel next week. It's going to be absolutely awesome. You can go online. All the podcasts are on there. The homework's there. Please do re-engage with what God is saying. And next week we'll do a panel and I will do just beforehand, I will break down quite a detailed thing for just a few minutes on the angelic. So you can, uh, um, yeah, if you have questions on the angelic, you might not want to put them in necessarily because I will teach on that just uh, for a brief time before we move into the panel next week. But thank you. That's it. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for all of the people that brought something uh, for those weeks. that has been absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah, we can thank them. Come on, let's thank them for the independent teaching. It's been absolutely amazing. A great bunch of people. So good. And you are now released. Have a wonderful evening and a great dinner and drive home in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you guys.